Welcome to The Vine, a plant media project podcast with your hosts, Elizabeth Sheldon and Gina Vensel. The Vine is an insightful look into the world of plant medicine, exploring the changing landscape around cannabis and psychedelics and ending the stigma through educational discussions. The Vine podcast does not offer medical advice nor condone any use of illegal substances. Consult your physician or therapist before making changes to your wellness plan and before trying alternative healing medicines. Healthy living begins with taking an organic approach to wellness. We discuss plant medicines on the vine, but this week we invited an organization that is not tied to the cannabis or higher medicine space, but is focused on organic farming. And we feel that by eating organically, we live healthier lives and support a sustainable environment. So today, we welcome Jenna Pollard, Membership Program Manager for Worldwide Opportunities on Organic Farms, also known as Wolf USA. This organization is a part of a worldwide effort to link visitors with organic farmers, promote an educational exchange, and build a global community conscious of ecological farming practices. Visitors, known as Wolfers, spend about half of each day helping out on a farm, learn about organic agriculture, and receive free room and board during their visit. And Jenna is also joining us today, a guest Wolfer. Um, Brittany um, is here with Jenna today from uh, who's going to talk to us a little bit about her experience as a Wolfer. So welcome ladies to the Vine. Thank you, Gina. Welcome. So Jenna, we'll start with you. Can you tell our listeners about Wolf and how you became a part of the organization? Yeah, absolutely. So this is a really incredible time for Woof. We're actually celebrating 50 years of Woof as a global movement this year. Uh, Just a brief bit of history is that Woof actually started in 1971 in London. Um, A woman was working in an office and feeling the disconnect from her food source and, you know, also for her friends and fellow Londoners. And so she created Woof as a way to get people out of the city and onto farms on the weekends, to get their hands in the soil, to reconnect with the source of their food, and to live a healthier lifestyle. And that movement, of course, is very popular and it spread quickly. And Woof is now in over 130 countries worldwide. Wow. And yeah, isn't that incredible? It really is. Yeah. And here in the U.S., uh, Woof USA as a nonprofit started exactly 20 years ago. So we're celebrating 20 years of woofing here in the U.S. Uh, this year. So that's a little bit about Woof. And also, I should clarify for anyone that isn't familiar with what woofing is, uh, it's an exchange between an organic farmer and a woofer who is a visitor at the farm. And the the basics of the exchange is that a woofer visits a farm for any length of time. It's really determined by the woofer and farmer how long a woofer will stay. And during their visit, a woofer helps out on the farm for about a half a day in exchange for receiving room and board from the farmer. And so it's this incredible educational and cultural exchange in which a woofer is really immersed in the lifestyle of the farmer and is able to learn a lot, um, of course, about organic farming through that experience. And how many farms do you have uh, in the United States that are a part of your program? Yeah, so our current host farm number is right around 1,500 host farms. That, of course, fluctuates a lot as we have hosts renew their membership from year to year and new hosts join. Um, But right around 1,500 is, is our current host farm population here in the U.S., which actually includes Puerto Rico and the Virgin Islands. So 
we are very expansive. That is so incredible. And I can't believe that it's been 50 years internationally because mm-hmm. I was I was new to learning about this. And, you know, I actually saw it on social media. I, I caught It caught my eye in like a sponsored post. I was like, how do I not know about this? Especially since the organization in America is celebrating 20 years. I just wanted to really make sure that we had an opportunity to bring you on the vine and dive in a little bit because I think this idea of becoming a woofer is just so cool. And I thought maybe, Brittany, since we have you on the vine with us as well, maybe you can tell us a little bit about your experience, about, you know, just selecting a farm to get involved and what that was like for you um, to become a guest woofer. Yeah. So to become a woofer, you can first go to the Woof USA website and there is literally a find a host directory. And when I clicked on find a host, I honestly, when I first found out about Woof, I didn't have much knowledge about it. All I knew was I wanted to be on a farm. I wanted more experience and I honestly wanted to travel And I think that all together, it allowed me to see, wow, there are hosts all over the United States. And it really opened the door for thinking like I can really expand my education in agriculture really just about anywhere in the United States. And once I looked more into it, there is a $40 membership fee for woofers to sign up on the platform, which then allows them to have access to the host directory. You're allowed to contact and message and send visit requests. And it's a great way to really communicate with hosts to know what their needs are, what your needs are, and if you're a good fit for that host and for the experiences that you're looking for. And for me, something that has just been so important is diversity and inclusion and looking for spaces where I can truly learn about how I can be a farmer and take these practices to hopefully create my own homestead in the future. It's so cool. No, where I just want to know where did you actually participate? Where were the farms that you have been a guest? That's at? a good question. Yes. <laughs> what did you? I'm just choose? so curious what you chose. Yes. So I actually I have never been to the Midwest, and I really wanted to explore a region completely new to me. And I was convinced by a friend of mine to make it all the way out to Minnesota, where there I'm currently on an organic farm at Wolf Ridge Environmental Learning Center. And there, it's a woman-operated farm. It's a queer-operated farm. And I think having such a diverse experience and being in such a new region of the country, I'm learning so much about you know, like vegetable production, being a part of a CSA. And it's also helped me think about my health um, and how I get to eat nutritious food and what that looks like for me every single day. And I also would like to say a big part of why I chose this region is because it allowed me to travel. And I think for me, that's very important um, because as a woofer, I very much value the educational exchange. But even the journey from getting from my home state of New Jersey all the way to Minnesota as a solo female traveler, I think there's a lot to say about that because many woofers are solo travelers, are people trying to learn or a new skill set or often are leaving behind a life that might be corporate or something that they're not used to. And I think Woof has truly allowed people to, for me at least, I get to work remotely and be a woofer. So I get to balance two different lives and all while learning how to farm organically. So cool. So Jenna, how do you find the farms that participate with you? And for listeners tuning in, um, how do they get involved? If, if they're on the farm side, we know how we can go to the website and one can look up you know, where these different farms are, but 
yeah, how does a farm sign up with you? Yeah, that's a great question. So to be a farm or to be a host farmer is actually really easy. You can sign up on our website, just like Brittany was saying, a woofer will sign up. Um, we Our host membership fee is actually a sliding scale donation. And so host farms can sign up for anywhere from $20 to $50 for an annual membership, they decide. Um, we do have a new host approval process in which a staff member guides a new host through creating their profile, getting set up on our website, and just really making sure that they're ready to invite woofers to their farm so that all their questions are answered and they know what to expect about the program. And after you know completing that process and, and being walked through by a staff member, they have their profile listed on our website in our host directory. And at that point, it's, um, it's up to them to either reach out to woofers or have woofers reach out and contact them directly by sending them a visit request. So that to me is really the coolest part about our program is that it's all about communication and woofers and hosts communicate directly with each other. Uh, we don't place people at host farms or recruit woofers for farms. Um, it's all that direct communication um, between people that find each other through our website. And I'm curious, you know, because, you know, since we talked to so many hemp farmers and cannabis farmers, you know, if they are running it organically, um, would hemp farms be uh, in possibly included or be allowed to be a part of this program? Yes, absolutely. So wow, we already that's do. Awesome. <laughs> We already do have some hemp farmers and cannabis farmers in our network. Of course, we're so interested in supporting all types of organic agriculture, and especially food as medicine and plant medicines are so important to so many people. And so we're eager to, eager to support those farmers um, by having them be a part of our network and host woofers at their site. Wow. Oh, that's so excellent. So you guys heard it here. If you're a hemp farm, you could be included in this amazing program as well as cannabis as cannabis. well. That's true. Awesome. Yeah, it's so great. Well, I was looking, you know, since I'm from Pennsylvania, I was looking at some of the farms that there was a, a bunch um, in PA um, and some that really weren't that far away from my home. So I would love to go through this experience and become a woofer myself and potentially have you guys on at a later date and be able to talk about that experience because just truly being able to, you know, have your hands in the dirt and really interact with with, with the, just like the plants and being a part of that, I think is so incredible. Um, during the, this past year, during the pandemic was the first time I had ever had a garden in my life. And just being able to, you know, share in that with my daughter and, and watch her, you know, eat a cucumber that she grew herself. Um, it's just so amazing and so impactful. And so I'd love to hear from both of you um, on your thoughts about why you feel organic farming is important, both to you, the environment and to our communities. Yeah, I could start with that because for me, my experience with organic farming started about four years ago on a permaculture farm. And I had grown up in an area that isn't heavily agriculture like populated. And I remember eating my first carrot from the ground and thinking, wow, this carrot tastes so different than any carrot I've had in any grocery store. And it made me think about like, why is that? Why is it that people of color from marginalized communities don't have equal access to this type of nutritious food? Why is it that, you know, like the food does taste different from an organic farmer to food that you're buying in a grocery store? And then it made me think about, okay, the environmental benefits, like, okay, all the pesticides and chemicals that we're ingesting into our bodies from conventionally grown or like large scale agriculture, 
how can we find a way to provide healthy and nutritious food to communities and also show and teach people how they can grow it themselves? Because unfortunately, there is this like notion that organic farming is one, it's not economical and also purchasing organic farm, organic food is often seen as not economical. However, that is not true because in the long term, organic farming has often shown that it really can kind of self-sustain itself in the long term. And that's what we try to show woofers as well. And being a woofer, I've learned that it's about the long-term sustainability, that when you feed yourself and learn that food is medicine, you know, you're taking care of your body. And in the long run, I have noticed such a difference in my own health being a woofer because I have all this access to nutritious, healthy food. And I do feel great and happy being on the farm every single day. So I recently um, worked with a doctor who's moved me over to healthier living and healthier eating. Um, and, and so why is organic food so much better for you? Because it doesn't have the pesticides and all of that. Is that sort of the bottom line? Yeah, there's, oh man, there's so many angles to look at that. And I mean, I will say I am not a doctor. And so I can't go too in-depth in regards to the, you know, specific nutrient benefits of organic food. But yeah, you're not putting poison in your body is, is the bottom line, as you addressed. And also, usually if you're eating organic produce, you're eating a greater diversity of fruits and vegetables. You know, small-scale organic farms have that benefit of being able to grow a huge variety of crops. The the farm that Brittany's currently woofing on, I don't know the exact number, but I believe they have over 30 different varieties of vegetables that they're actively oh producing. And when you think about a lot of large-scale farmers, they might have one or two crops that they're growing. And so with organic farming inherently being smaller scale, it increases the diversity of the produce and therefore the diversity of nutrients that you're putting in your body. So joining a CSA, like Brittany was talking about, and getting a weekly basket of vegetables from a local farmer is just going to so greatly increase your health by introducing all of these new nutrients into your system, um, you know, that haven't been poisoned with synthetic chemical fertilizers or herbicides or pesticides. I have another question for Brittany. So can you stay on that farm for as long as you like? I mean, it's between you and the farmer, right? Yeah. So how it works, really, I think a lot of farms are season dependent. So being on the shore of Minnesota, the winters here are very cold. And so essentially, it's till the end of October, I can stay. I actually, when I came out here, I was like, I'm only going to stay two months. But I genuinely loved it so much that I decided to stay an extra month till the end of the season. Um, and they open back up in March. So it really depends on where in the country you are woofing and when their seasons are open. Will you go stay on another farm, like somewhere in the south or where yeah. it's warm? <laughs> Great question. I am actually currently in the midst of planning, a, I guess, a southern woofing road trip with one of my best friends because I haven't been to that part of the country. And I think it would be interesting to see how farms really are productive during hotter climates or even in a desert climate, which I've never farmed in before. So cool. It is so cool. <laughs> I mean, that's why, I mean, thinking about it, I'm 
locally, like I said, there's some some farms in, in PA, but when you're talking about Puerto Rico and some of these other places too, I'm like, all right, the winner in Pittsburgh, <laughs> you know, there's go. no, that's where I'd want to go too. So I'm I just, the winner. I, yeah. <laughs> exactly. But I mean, this is a way where, you know, you can travel and see the world and still be doing well and helping others and being a part of, of, of their, their harvest. I mean, it's, it's so incredibly awesome. And I'm really glad to be able to have you here to, to share information about your organization and to talk about it because, you know, we really believe so much in, in the facts that plant it, plants are medicine. And we've talked about it in such a, you know, higher medicine capacity, but really it's on a day to day, you know, what we choose to consume in our body that really matters. And I feel that, you know, when we think about, uh, I really loved what you said, Brittany, about, you know, especially if you're from an, an inner city, you know, you think that a lot of times the organic living is just too expensive or impossible for you. And by being able to learn these skills on these farms and to be able to bring them back to, to your hometown, um, I think that that could be so valuable to so many people just to learn the skill set to to grow your own and then to be able to bring that um, to your local communities. And when we think about supporting independent farmers and how much that can impact our local communities, I'm just you know, personally love to try to go to the farmer's markets and do as much as I can to support local farmers. So, you know, hopefully today's episode is going to encourage you to get those CSAs to, you know, start, you know, supporting the local farms in your community. And if you're a farmer or if you're interested in agriculture and want to get involved, Jenna, if you could tell our listeners, you know, how they can get involved with Wolf. If they don't have a farm or can't, you know, become a guest on the farm, are there other fundraisers or other things that they can do to show support to your organization? Yeah, absolutely. That's a great question. Um, so I will say for anyone that isn't able to participate in Wolf actively right now, either as a woofer or a host, we do have a scholarship fund so that we can provide free memberships to people who are actively looking to participate in the program and hoping to become farmers or grow their own food someday. And so supporting our scholarship fund is a great way to support Woof. Also just talking about it. You know, most people find our organization because they hear about it from a friend. And so even if you haven't participated, talk about Woof. You never know who's going to hear about it and it's going to be such a great fit and life-changing experience for them. And one little thing about um, just Pennsylvania in general, I looked this morning and we do currently have 17 active hosts accepting woofers right now in Pennsylvania. Excellent. Yeah. So great. And, yeah. And, you know, Brittany obviously made a life changing move by hitting the road, driving partway across the country and dedicating three months to this immersive woofing experience. And although we do have a lot of woofers who partake in the program in that way, we also have a lot of woofers who have full-time jobs and responsibilities that they're not able to leave home for. So in that example, finding a farm that's within driving distance from your own house and visiting them one day a week or wow. a couple days a month is definitely something that a lot of people do to build connections, build skill sets. And, you know, you can always go on a travel, traveling woof trip in the future, but it's it's possible to participate really no matter who you are and what your situation is. 
That's really great that to know. That's so wonderful. So you can you I, work I that, that out. Yeah, that opens it up. Yeah, mm-hmm. and you work that out individually with those farmers. So the farm may be okay with just, you know, extra weekend help, so to speak, where other farmers may be looking for exactly. someone to really come and spend some some time. Like, oh, this is this is really cool. I'm very excited to personally dive in and learn more about it. Can you let us know your website and how people can find you on social media? Yeah, absolutely. So our website is woofusa.org. There's two W's and two O's. So W-W-O-O-F-U-S-A.org. And Brittany is much better with social media than I am. Brittany, can you share our social media connections? Yes, yeah, so you can find WoofUSA on Instagram at WoofUSA. And also you can now find us on TikTok. And what's really cool about both of these social platforms is that we currently host lots of competitions such as a TikTok competition. We have a storytelling competition of just people who are happy to share their wolfing experiences and what they've learned from these opportunities. And we are always happy to share other people's stories. And if you'd love to hear and read about other people's stories about wolfing, you can feel free to check it out on our Instagram at WolfUSA. Well, thank you both so much, Jenna and Brittany for, from WolfUSA for joining us on today's show. We really appreciate it. Thank you for having us. Thanks for spreading the word about Woof. Oh, it is our pleasure. And we want to thank our listeners for tuning in to another episode of the Vine and Plant Media Project podcast. Tune in wherever you get your podcasts and subscribe to never miss an episode. For cannabis and psychedelic news, visit us online at plantmediaproject.com. And to support the plant medicine movement, purchase PMP merch from our new online store. Together, we can end the stigma around plant medicine. 